0: On this episode of DC On Screen, we are talking Gotham, Season 5, Episode 1, Year Zero, right after this. You think of Earth as a singular planet. In fact, it is anything but. For so this is a story not of a universe, but a multiverse, where universes and planets, such as Earth, were replicated and mirrored across a vibrating, infinite plane. So barely different from
1: the next. Uh, Others, drastically so. Uh, this is DC On Screen. Every week, Dave and Jason talk about the multiverse of DC properties on film and television. But be warned, if it's been officially released, you can expect they'll spoil it.
0: Welcome in to DC On Screen. I'm your host, David C. Robertson. This is my co-host, Jason Goss. Hello. Today, we're talking about Gotham Season 5, Episode 1, Year Zero. As we just said at the top of the show, I... Well, high level thoughts, man. What you got
1: on the episode? Sure. Um. By the way, I, uh, side note warning. I'm I'm still sick at the moment, so I'll try to not sound like that as much as possible. But it may come through. Mm. Um. As for the show, I like it. There's a lot, there, there's a lot going on. There's a there's a lot about this. I think I'm going to really dig. Of course, I have a couple of nitpicks about the episode, but it was otherwise pretty fun. And they're setting up a a lot of um. I yeah, I think there's just a lot of heavy scenes in the future that got set up here. Mm-hmm. Like this this potentially could be one of their like a really good blowout 13 episodes.
0: Yeah, the thing about Gotham and I've heard a lot of people online there's been, there've been a lot of people that I was not aware of. Apparently before just before we started the show back in 2015 there was a lot of talk uh among the executive producers about this being a 7-year plan. And uh I think Shortly after we started the podcast, they came to the realization that they probably weren't going to get seven years, so they just stopped talking about it. Because yeah. I haven't seen it the entire time we were doing this podcast, um, and I fell in with some people on Twitter who were suddenly, sh- you know, sending me links and stuff.
1: Their but their their ratings when they started were so good that they were probably they could have said seven years and felt pretty confident about it. Mm-hmm. Like the show came out gangbusters. I mean, twelve million or some some shit viewers. It was it was huge. And then, yep. like all shows, the the process of contrition starts. And um, it, I mean, I don't know what it's down to now. I think it was down to like f- uh, f- four or five last time I checked. But and they all go down. But they go when it gets down to a certain range, you got to start being realistic.
0: Mm-hmm. And you know, I don't don't get me wrong. I am not saying that I am even a capable host of this show. I'm sure I miss things in the news all the time. Uh, I listen to other DC podcasts, you know, and go, oh, I didn't report on that. That's weird. I guess I just missed it. Uh, I feel like a big chunk of shit. <laughs> so, do- <laughs> <coughs> so yeah, I may have missed this for like, you know, three and a half years. But um, that said, obviously, I see a lot of Gotham fans out there say, you know, with, with their banners, save Gotham, let's do the seven year plan. I am I just don't think it's feasible at this point. I don't think it's going to
1: happen. No, and all the, even the stars have committed to, let's just knock it out right here and, and call it a day.
0: Yeah, and the the thing is, it's like we had several years, or not several, uh, four years, uh, and a lot of those stories I kind of felt like probably could have been skipped over, like a lot of stuff could have been skipped over.
1: On the story, that, uh, yeah, I mean, you, yeah.
0: Like a lot of it felt like you know season long filler or something you know just it could have been more here? dense
1: and in, in if when you're talking end game it could have been more dense for sure.
0: And I'll, I'm all for creatives having a a plan, but uh, I'm also like my my favorite Josh Whedon stuff is when he he knows he's on a short timetable and he has to just tell his story. Yeah. Like no filler, no giant rubber cobras, you know, just
1: yeah. <laughs> And it is good. <laughs> Just, though. Like it's 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 really good to have limits. Um, that is mm-hmm. one of the downfalls of American television. Is it it tends to want to go on sometimes longer than the plot uh, would require. Something I do like a lot, mm-hmm. a lot about British TV is they're like I need two series to tell my story and I'm out. And they mean mm-hmm. it. They're right. They bounce to the next project. Um, yeah, not always. I mean, you can get sixty year TVs, but um, I, I think I don't know. Based on what I saw last night, I think this is going to do what you're asking. I I think they are going to just narrow it down to the stories they want to finish telling.
0: And I I hope so. And what I'm, what I'm seeing is like right off the bat, we we get a flash forward to what appears to be the future with everyone, you know, uh, locking and loading, gearing up, coming together, Gordon, Penguin, Harvey, just everybody's coming out of Riddler's there. Everybody's coming out of the woodwork to fight some kind of threat. Yeah. And then we pop back to what, three months in, Two months in, whatever it was. I think it was um, day it was 89. It three month. Eight, Yeah. So it was like three months in. It was like day and
1: 300 and then like day 89. So they're leading up to something pretty brutal. Mm-hmm.
0: And I, I dug it, man. I, I thought <clears> it was a fun episode. It was really cool. They they swung big. They killed Tabitha.
1: Yeah, that was one I of my picks. I, I didn't expect it. And I did like that they chose a character that we have kind of been rooting for uh, here lately. And I, I like... I like how she died. I like the reason that she died. I, I, well, I say I like mm-hmm. how. I The thing I just didn't buy about it was like that hand-to-hand combatant didn't get stabbed by Penguin. Mm-hmm. That bothered me a little <laughs> bit. Like, no, I don't – I mean, I know you came there to die, lady, but like there's just no way. Other than that, I know, uh, it was – It's
0: possible she underestimated him.
1: It's – hey, that's what gets you with Penguin. You you forget about him. You forget he's on the map. You you trust him for a second too long. It's That's why I like this Penguin is he's he's just – you remember the old uh, sudden but inevitable betrayal?
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: he's that guy.
0: I did. I did laugh that they they basically. I felt like they gave a call out to Dark Knight Rises because he fixed his his leg with his with the little uh, knee brace thing. Yeah, I was like, oh damn it!
1: It didn't look like <laughs> fixed fix. It just looked like he had like a brace on it that helped him walk a little bit. It didn't look like he was mm-hmm. going to jump off a you know a skyscraper and land on like, a car roof.
0: Right, and it was it was worth it for the payoff of Gordon shooting him in the knee. <coughs> right. Damn it, it just I just got this thing. fixed.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it was, that was good. That was good. And uh, and again, there's always at least one Harvey line that I'm like, Oh yes, that's fucking awesome. And you know, Harley, his advice later is you win or you die. Next time shoot to kill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love Harvey. Yep. <laughs> Harvey's awesome. Or earlier in that episode, he's uh, forget who he was saying about this. He says, uh, I haven't been happy in 10 years. At least they'll be alive. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's the yeah. that's the one I deal with. Hey, I had a question for you though. Sure. Because we've talked about this, and I wondered um, is this is that how they dealt with Harvey's seeming relapse? Because at the mm. beginning of the episode, when everybody's getting ready to uh, to gear like gear up, they show him pouring a like a glass, uh, pouring him a shot of whiskey, and uh-huh. then it just looks like he kind of looks at the whiskey and then puts it back down on the table and heads off, for, you know, to take care of some business. Yeah. I mean, I've is that is that what he is? He's a dry drunk.
0: A dry drunk? Yeah. Is is that what it's called when someone pretends they're going to drink and then they don't?
1: <laughs> I put it in that category. It's a it's a more technical term than that. But like, it's somebody who's like not going through any kind of recovery process, but they are abstaining. Mm-hmm. So like, uh, like a, the difference between a recovering alcoholic is somebody who's like got a, a plan in place and all that. And then a dry drunk just so somebody who said like, no, nah, I'm stopping. Um,
0: yeah. Well, if, if Harvey was to stop, he would do it in the most half-assed way possible.
1: It's true. This is true. I do like—I don't know. There's something romantic about that scene. I saw a similar scene like that in *Leverage*, where um the main character in *Leverage*, uh, and I, I watched that show because I just love Timothy Hutton. But like, um, the main character—he's—he's he's a drunk. when he starts the show. Then he dries up for a little while. Then he he goes back and forth. But um, at one point in the show, he's dry and he's he lives in a hotel above um, above a bar. And like, he goes down. Mm-hmm. He orders a shot of whiskey. And they make it a point in the show that to. It's suspenseful when he orders the whiskey, you're like, oh God, is he going, is he going to relapse? And then he just kind of takes the whiskey, takes one deep smell of it, puts it back on the table, lays a $20 bill on top and goes up to, goes up to his, you know, apartment. Mm-hmm. Just and it's it was a neat, it was, a, I don't know, something romantic about the scene to me. I liked it. I liked it when they did it here, but I was just wondering if that was how we were dealing with the, cause like, he was sober there for a while and was like proud of it. And then suddenly he was at a bar again. I didn't know what was going on with that.
0: Yeah. He just, it's like, he enjoys the ritual before he has to go risk his life.
1: I guess. I mean, part of me wondered if it's like maybe that's like his reward. Like if <laughs> I'm gonna pour this shot, and if I make it through whatever's about to happen, I'll get by, I'll come back here and enjoy it.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm happy we didn't get any Jeremiah here.
1: Yeah, they usually I felt like they usually save him for some big blows, and they we still did get plenty of Jeremiah, just nothing on screen. Mm-hmm. He was all up and over this episode, I mean they keep talking about like no confirmed Jeremiah tracks anywhere, which is which to me tracks with no man 's land there wasn 't like he just kind of toyed around the city and that 's doing whatever he whatever, he didn 't like try to create a little land for himself. He just did whatever the fuck he felt like Mm-hmm. so the uh I mean we get that and then we get do you, oh do you think that was harley do you think that was finally our Harley at the end
0: um no
1: don 't think so i mean there's no, there's I a case it was, for it. Um, was there yeah, I mean, white mask. She's dressed in black and red, and she's writing "ha ha ha" over shit.
0: Oh, yeah, maybe it was her. Uh, you know, I—I'll be honest. I, I kind of, by the end of the episode, I was real sleepy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Might have missed the outfit and stuff. Uh,
0: yeah, uh, yeah, I, I do think that. I think there was a trailer that came out. And I didn't get to see it. Um, that said that Al and out said it was Harley Quinn, but
1: okay. I mean, I—I kind of saw that character and thought, you know what, that might finally be her because it's it's so far off from the original costume that it's like the gotham amount of off mm-hmm. uh, just three or four steps removed but yeah you can still tell
0: yeah i i i it, it was a long day i haven't had time to go back and look at it and then um as we were, we were watching it, i think i kind of cut out there for a minute i, I drifted off and mm. turned around and or looked back up and it ended dramatically, and I looked at my wife and said, what was that? And she was like, oh, some girl, ha, ha, ha. I don't know. I'm like, okay. All
1: right. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that later. Fine.
0: <laughs> so I apologize. Like I said, shitty host. Terrible. <laughs> I have no business doing this show.
1: Well, I do love the honesty, because you could have just, like, heard that I was saying that with the confidence of someone who had paused it and looked at the colors and been like, yeah, I'm just going to pretend I'm just going to agree with him and pretend I saw that. Oh, no, no. That's not how I roll. So you didn't, you know, I think you chose integrity there over.
0: <laughs> it has nothing to do with how interesting the show was. I was just worn the hell out. I gotcha. <laughs> um, I was enjoying the show quite a bit.
1: Um, So, question. Sure. Um, You got to see him be a little more Batsy than he's ever been before. Are you enjoying that? Um,
0: Oddly enough, I'm not buying it. Still not? Why not? He just hasn't grown up enough.
1: Well, they're rushing him a little bit on his his literal aging process, but mm-hmm. but within the show, he's learned to do all he's I think I I feel confident that within the show, he's able to go put on some night vision goggles and take on some creeps down basement.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think the character would be uh, capable of it at this point, uh, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not feeling Batman yet.
1: Yeah, you know, I'll be curious to see if they get you there.
0: Oh, I'm curious. I'm curious, and I'm not faulting them. I know they've only got one season to do this in. Yeah. Um, um
1: now uh, they they did two things that I felt they were inching inching him toward that. One, mm-hmm. obviously you take on a gang of guys with some night vision goggles and you got that strong Batman vibe. Um two though, there's a moment where uh I forget what's going down. I didn't write this part down, but there's um I forget where it was in the episode, but something happens and Gordon tells him like, you can come with us. you, can, and, you know, and he says, no, 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 I've, I've, got, I've got another thing I'm going to do or something like that. But he he opts to work alone instead of with the police right there. And I kind of thought, ooh, first, so like the first time he tells Gordon, no, 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 and then he's going to go help him anyway. Yeah. Because that's exactly what he did. He just came in there and came in, did his little private thing, got him a bunch of ammo and saved the day.
0: Yeah. I, d- I dug that. That was very Batman.
1: That was, Yeah. I think they, I'm um, like to me, those are really cool little first seedlings. <laughs> just, the, just this, this changes in behavior. Like it's not gonna be long before he he starts. Um, like I for sure think during the show we're gonna get to see him ghost Jim a few times.
0: At least one good time. anyway. At
1: least one good time. Oh, and they had one of my favorite uh, conversations uh, during this episode, um, where's him and Bullock are, uh no, him and uh, Bruce, uh, Gordon and Bruce are talking, and he just asks him like, "Are you sorry you stayed?" No, you? Hell no. <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> it's like yes, yeah, it was my boys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're
1: my boy, Blue. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, well, how do you feel about Barbara this episode? Um, it's mixed feelings.
1: I like where they've gotten the character. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not like in the first season, I really just didn't like how she was playing her, and that's gotten better. And they've kind of gotten her. They finally gotten her character into a sweet spot where i um I'm liking her choices a little, little more, but. There usually is at least somewhere during an episode that's got a lot of Barbara in it. I'm like, yeah, I don't like that choice. I would have done another take or something like that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I forget where it was this time, but there was, there was somewhere where I was like, eh, that's not how I would have done that. But
0: I think I really enjoyed her when, when the died. Yeah, really good there. She just, you know, screamed no and then started just, like, firing wildly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <I> felt right. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, I, I can deal with that. And her, like, her just yelling at Penguin with a gun in her face, that, that's great. Mm-hmm. Like, literally tell somebody pointing a gun at you, I'm going to kill you. Like, again, I like where they've got her character. I like where they've positioned her. She's kind of a, one of the leading thugs right now. She's got her own territory. It's, you know, stuff we yeah. never thought we'd see out of that character.
0: So, Riddler.
1: I had a uh, feeling you wouldn't appreciate what they were doing with him this episode. Was I right?
0: <laughs> was, it, was it a fan? No. Because you, I, you uh... hate that mirror stuff. I hate that mirror stuff so much. Yeah. I hate, you know... Just a trope you're Riddler not ...doing of. shit behind Ed's back. I, you know... I, I, I felt like it was wasted time seeing Ed wake up in dumpsters and stuff
1: going, Wh- what? Oh, God. No, I mean, it's a Come setup on. for something, and I do like that they're doing it... <clears throat> I mean, it's the inverse of, what it was it, season two or something where he started to really lose it? hmm But at that time, it was... The Riddler was fucking with Ed's life, and now Ed has somehow decided... Whatever happened, leaving that hospital, because um, at this point in his in his progression, and um, uh what's his name? Strange had mm-hmm. him and Lee. That he's done something to those two. We just don't know what yet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like it, I like that it's the inverse. I like that it's Ed fucking with him this time, and then mm-hmm. he's got the little map out, and he's trying to figure out what it is Ed's doing. I mean, this is true dissociative fugue that I'm seeing. Like he is absolutely losing time. And still, like, doing something and then kind of waking up in a completely different place. I just figured you wouldn't like the mirror stuff. Like, if they kept it out of the mirror, I think you'd have been more okay with it.
0: Yeah, I just, um, I I would just rather him just be the Riddler and be done with it. I'm more interested in that character than I am. And and I think I'm more interested in a combination of the characters, like, merge those personalities and, and just be done with it. I don't need, you know, Christian Bale Riddler where he's running around talking like this all the time. Yeah, like yes. I, I mean, I, silly.
1: Clearly, based on the opening <laughs> scenes, clearly he gets his shit together enough to you know get in his suit and get a gun and go. So it
0: would appear. Yeah,
1: um, I don't think they'll. I really don't think they'll settle on that for too long because they already have kind of done that story.
0: Yeah, I, I I'm just, I'm, I'm, a little tired of seeing the story. Yeah, that that part of the story just.
1: Now speaking of him, though, no, uh, no Lee this episode.
0: I was fine with that. I'm not sure what they even missed. I mean,
1: I don't know what they've got planned for this season. Something. They didn't let her die.
0: Uh, I think. What did she wind up going to jail? Is that what happened?
1: Last time, last time I remember seeing them, and, and it's not like I went back and rewatched the season four finale. Last time I remember seeing those two, they stabbed each other almost to death, and Strange was or maybe to death, and Strange was going to fix them. Like the last shot I remember of them is literally those two being either dead or almost dead on a table, and Strange saying like, well, "What am I going to do with you two?"
0: Oh yeah, I forgot about all that.
1: That's the last. Time, that's my last memory of those characters. But it's been God. It was May last year since we've seen the show, so I may be forgetting something. mm Hmm. Um. Selena, uh, how are you feeling about that?
0: Um. I get where the character's coming from.
1: Yeah, to be as um, able as she was and suddenly be lame. Yeah, to cope with it is
0: didn't make it less annoying for me though. I was sort of just like, oh gosh, please stop being so awful. Stop being awful to Bruce. Like I get, <laughs> like you know, I I just it man. I, I I wind up having a problem when characters are shitty to people who help them.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I get that. It annoys me sometimes. Not others. I don't I don't know how to describe when that's a problem for me and when it isn't. Sometimes I I think it's building the character in a direction where I can appreciate what they're going for and so I don't mind mm-hmm. it. Sometimes I just think they like every now and then it just feels like and I didn't think it was the case on this one. This one, I do, it didn't annoy me. I do think they're building, they're using that as a real building block for something. But sometimes it feels like in the writer's room, they're like, yeah, we need some conflict here. What can we do with that?
0: It does feel like that. And the other thing that I hated about the Selena storyline is something that feels like the worst part of Gotham is that weird looking nurse going, the doctors can't help her. You must get the witch. Like, shut up.
1: <laughs> I don't know who this witch is. is. That is that a new? Is it going to be a new character? I didn't.
0: I don't know, man. I don't know. But you know, in the trailers, unless you know, like Strange she has, has changed out his
1: lab coat for a, a very different costume, I don't know who they're talking about.
0: In the, in the trailers for Gotham, she has cat eyes, and yeah. I don't know. It, it feels like some that that awful uh, Batman animated series episode, which is a uh, phrase you'll almost never hear me say. That awful Batman animated series episode. You know, there's about two or three you really uh, don't like. Yeah, Tiger, Tiger.
1: Yeah, as, like that's
0: that, on a lot of people's I, list. Yeah, and I, I just uh, I, I have no interest in seeing Selena actually become a Catwoman. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, but I thought that's where they were going to go with it as soon as she went down because like mm-hmm. a, that's the reason I'm uh, focusing on Strange and the reason I'll be a, a little perplexed if they bring in some character like the witch or whatever she's going to be. Like, you already have a character that literally uses animal traits to revive dead bodies. You spent a season on that. Why Why do you need another person that can do that? You just call Strange, you, you uh-huh. bring her in, and, and he, you know, creepily strokes a cat and says, I have an idea. And then we go. We're done.
0: <laughs> your impersonation of of Hugo Strange is eerily similar to your impersonation of Littered Snart from The Flash.
1: That may be true.
0: <laughs> I have an idea. <laughs> <laughs> Put two in her head and call it a day.
1: They're not that far off when you think about it, and my impression game is seriously weak. So it's gonna. There's a lot of overlap like that,
0: uh, and it's just like three ticks away from Dustin Hoffman. Yeah,
1: a little bit. <laughs> I accept all of those criticisms, Crit- criticism, criticisms, whatever. I called them. I accept all
0: criticism? that. Criticism. What?
1: What? I don't know. <laughs> I gave up on that word. It's b-
0: it's been too long since we did a
1: cast, man. <laughs> My mouth no work, no, no more. Uh, uh you know, so- I've
0: just missed your chicanery. Yeah.
1: Um. You know, something was in this episode that was it was definitely not intended by the show, but they okay. uh, At the top of the episode, they're playing a song that says um, "We'll meet again," mm-hmm. and it's a different song, but it still reminded me of the Futurama Dog episode. Oh God! And. <laughs>
0: What what does it remind you of? That it's just
1: the phrase "We'll meet again." When you got it, like an old, old phonographic, you know, singing, uh-huh. and you hear the you can hear the uh, the needle on it, you know. I, and uh, yeah, I, I did. Like I had to stop for a second in the middle, try to remember which show, which song it was. Went back to that episode, pulled it up real quick, and and heard the song. Immediately started to cry a little bit. Turned it off as fast as I could and went back to Gotham. <laughs>
0: That's a special kind of condition, man.
1: <clears throat> hey, that is a, that is a sad scene, dude. I don't.
0: Oh, it absolutely is. I don't,
1: don't know what to tell you. It is rough.
0: Absolutely. Um, I I don't really know what else to say about this episode. Uh, oh, I got plenty of scarecrow. To... I was happy with that. Hmm. Oh yeah. I mean, he was fine. I enjoyed watching um watching Jim fight him.
1: Yeah, that was good. I don't know exactly what Jeremiah's up to, and I like that. But I do know there's a lot coming with him. Like, I mean, they're really gonna they're gonna recreate his chemicals like in their own way and. Hmm. Uh I mean they—they've sworn to us, you know. You know, I don't know if they have really sworn to us. They keep teasing us. Did that? Did do you remember what the producers ever saying for sure? No, we're going to get you something that's going to be called the Joker, but we're going to stop cock-teasing you on all these and, and give you a real Joker. But
0: I don't think they ever said that.
1: I don't either. I started to think I'd heard that, and then I questioned myself.
0: Yeah, it's best to question yourself. Yeah,
1: especially you know when we're this rusty, Lord.
0: Yeah, we are pretty rusty. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Um, and I'm dull and rusty. <laughs> yeah, and it really was. I wrote down the because I, I had to look it up because after after a while watching the uh, even watching like previously on I was I was sitting there like yeah I need to actually watch this previously on got got curious and looked up the date it was like it was May seventeenth of last year when they last aired an episode of Gotham I was like yeah I need that previously on yeah hit me up hit me with that make that as long as you want
0: <laughs> how about four seasons long <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Now something yeah, I even I, like, I... even about the previous one, they reminded me about that scene. You remember the last scene where they do they kill Brace for sure, and um, you know they kind of watch the the city start to explode, the bridges at least start to explode and stuff like that. Uh-huh. I kind of forgot how predatory Jeremiah and Penguin look when they see the city start to really go under, uh-huh. and it really got me a little bit excited. Like they they just you can just see them the, the, the drool start to form down the side of their mouths. It was great. <laughs> I kinda of looked at it I was yep. like that is yeah, that is a strong setup. Good good job, whoever did the recap. Yeah. I think that's all I've got too though.
0: Yeah, I I didn't feel like there was like this it's all a bunch of setup. It's all a bunch of setup.
1: It is. I mean and they're traditionally Gotham has been big about doing a half season this way and a half season this way. Mm-hmm. I mean they even rename like they even, you know, name their first and half of the season in some in a lot of cases. So um
0: Yeah.
1: I mean we've got thirteen here. Is it is it thirteen or is it gonna be eleven in the last two or two hours? Something like that. I can't remember now. It's been too long since we covered that too, I'm sorry. But I'm I'm just I'm betting ever. it's six setting it up, six knocking it down. What do you think? I mean give or take?
0: Sure. I mean I would assume that's how they would structure it.
1: I mean it wouldn't hurt my feelings if they just like set it up for three and then blow us out for another freaking eight episodes or however long it's gonna be.
0: That wouldn't bother me either.
1: And by the way, I looked up the ratings. Uh, the ratings for the premiere aren't out yet, but while we were talking I looked up the ratings for um Last season, and they were averaging two point mm. five three million. So yeah, they weren't going to get to that seven years. Yeah, wasn't happening, partner.
0: Yeah, you know, I think one of the one of the things that really bothered me about it was they're like, oh man, this really big thing happened. No man's land. Everyone's divvied up pieces of the city, and it's just you know, crime is everywhere. It's, you know, every criminals just control right everything. The
1: the hunger's a hunger's a real problem. The blue boys are. Uh, just barely hanging on to this portion of the city and stuff.
0: And I'm like, is it weird that it doesn't seem like a different show? Like, Gotham doesn't seem really different.
1: No, if anything, what this season has done is just change the, the landscape of Gotham from being like a, what I would call a minimally, minimally occupied city because they rarely spent money on extras for the show mm-hmm. um, to just a crumbled mess. But the it, it, they've only changed the visual landscape to match The I think what was happening with the characters anyway, Mm -hmm. and hey, cuts out that problem of us wondering where all the extras were all the time. (laughs) Because it really was like in previous seasons. This is a this is Gotham. This is a well occupied city. And the only time you saw somebody was like if if you saw somebody you didn't know on the street, you're like, oh, he's gonna die.
0: Yeah, I mean, you had the same same issues in the first two in the Burton Batman movies. You're like,
1: yeah, how is there no one on the street?
0: Yeah, it's like a single street. There, it's not even a two way. Covered in fog, and there there's no one out. Yeah, unless you go into a fancy restaurant, and then there are a bunch of rich people
1: in there. I mean, I've been to New York a couple of times. You at any point in the city, at any point in the day, you can look in any single direction and f- count about a hundred freaking heads.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Pro- like, and then you switch over more.
0: to the you switch over to the Schumacher films, and everything is bright and neon, and it looks like they are about three seconds away from that Zion orgy scene from the Matrix. Yeah.
1: Yeah, <laughs> the single most useless scene in the entire Matrix trilogy.
0: I'm not sure that I, I agree with you on that, but that's no. This is no place for that argument.
1: <sighs> it was. Uh, it wasn't my favorite part. I kind of. I was like, as it was happening, I'm like, is this still happening? Is this still happening? Really?
0: <laughs> it did go on for a bit. It went on for a bit. <laughs> Yeah, it's the same as that scene from Star Trek The Motion Picture where it's like a five or six minute long scene of like Kirk and Scotty flying around the Enterprise. You're like, oh, it's so pretty. Can we just get inside the Enterprise and just be done with it?
1: <laughs> oh, I even saw a, um, you know, they'll, people do fan cuts all the time. I, cu- I saw a cut of the, the uh, last two of that, ch- uh, uh, what was it? I don't know, it's two and three of The Matrix. I forget the names of them. Um, um... Reloaded and something. Um,
0: Matrix Reloaded and the Matrix Revolution. There we go.
1: So they cut it and they called it, uh, they cut both those together and they called it Matrix Designized. And it was basically they took out, they left some of the city in where it was important, but they took out most of the background of like you getting to see Zion. And, and I, mm-hmm. I watched it and I was like, that's that's a much more clean, That's a I think that's a better cut. I like that.
0: Hmm. <clears throat> I can see that.
1: Well, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be one of our cast if we didn't go on some kind of tangent. So there you go. <laughs>
0: Oh, years ago I wanted to cut all the Rocky movies together to make one big movie and then just like and cut out all of like the little inconsistencies.
1: Yeah. Cut out that robot.
0: I was okay with the robot. Didn't mind the robot? Robot didn't bother me.
1: I forget what it is about the robot. There's some like nice heartwarming tale about why that was on set and I don't remember what it is.
0: Yeah, I don't know. But... it was like
1: Sloan being really super nice to somebody and, and including them somehow. I forget what the details are, but apparently like Yeah. Apparently there was an explanation other than just Hey, we found a reason to shoot this robot. Hey, it's the 80s. <laughs> it's the 80s and people have robots. <laughs> there you go. All
0: right. Well, um, I'm looking forward to the rest of the season. I really looking am. Forward. To, um, looking forward to seeing how the show wraps.
1: Mm-hmm. Very much so.
0: And uh, uh, we're going to come back and do a, a review of the entire season once it's done.
1: Which at that point would be a series review. In a way. Um, yeah. Insofar as we choose to make it, I guess.
0: I can't even remember what happened in this episode, much less what happened in the previous four seasons, Jason. <laughs> Um. do promise things we can't deliver.
1: Yeah. <laughs> this is true. We did just fail to remember some stuff from an episode from the previous episode, but that was you know better part of a year ago. So
0: <laughs> I don't feel that bad. This is DC on screen, not Gotham on screen. I don't have time to sit and rewatch all of Gotham. Yeah, we
1: really would have to, yeah. God, to cover still all to cover remember. all these properties and like, I mean, it would it would be more than a full time job. We would have to set up a network and get other people to help us.
0: Hmm. <clears throat> Does it sound like a terrible idea?
1: No, it'd probably be fun, but I can't afford it. I got a baby. Y'all.
0: Me either. And I have a burgeoning action figure collection.
1: Right. <laughs> and now you have DC Universe, where you can get all kinds of new merch that you had never, never known to be jealous of.
0: Mm-hmm. Hmm. All right. Uh. So yeah. Uh. If you have any uh anything to say to us about what we've said here, uh, feel free to s- uh, send us a message. DC on screen at gmail.com Uh dc on screen over on twitter and instagram we're also on facebook we got a group i'll put a link you guys just pop on over look at the wasteland that is the group because we don't ever say anything in it (laughs) we do we do do. i'm just kidding it's just you know sometimes it gets a little barren in between posts i mean yeah we We need to be better about that we just get busy but if there are more people posting
1: yeah we do get busy and forget to post ourselves but we're always responsive when something shows up
0: absolutely Alright guys, uh, I, I'm, I don't have my schedule yet, I don't know what's what's happening, so um, my wife's birthday's coming up. I'm not sure when exactly we're going to be recording a news episode, but it will be relatively soon.
1: Yes, it's, it's all we know for sure. Like, yeah, her, her birthday happens to be when we would normally record, right?
0: Um, yes. Or the celebration of it would be? The celebration of it might be, okay. yeah. So we'll um, see. So anyway. We'll see. We love you, we've missed you. Until lot of Until news next to get back time. to.
1: That'll be fun. What's that? A lot of news to get back to. That'll be interesting.
0: Yeah. <laughs> There's so
1: much. There's a lot.
0: Aquaman is not just King of the Sea, buddy.
1: <laughs> a lot of it would just be us covering, like, good lord, Aquaman crushed.
0: Mm-hmm. Until then, keep some DC on your screen. Our opening narration was from Dan Jurgens The History of the DC Universe, Part 3 of 10, as featured in DC52, Week 4. It was performed by me, David C. Robertson. Intro music by Jason Goss and Michael Shackelford. Michael's band, Future Elevators, could be found on Spotify or future-elevators.com. Our introduction was performed by Effie Ophelders of the fantastic podcast, Stealing the Remote, which lives on SoundCloud. It can also be found on iTunes and Stitcher. We are proudly in partnership with TV Time. TV show calendar and a social media site that lets you keep track of what you're watching, what your friends are watching, and where you all left off. DC On Screen is a maladjusted production. Visit maladjusted.tv for more from me and Jason, including sketch comedy, an improvised web series, vlogs, parodies, and more. Are you maladjusted? 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.
1: Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying.
0: The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money?
1: Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor.
0: Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.